What is going on, Amazon sellers, resellers, arbitrageurs of all stripes? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Clear the Shelf podcast with Chris and Chris. Now, you have probably already noticed this episode is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be an audio-only episode, uh, and uh, my co-host uh, is not going to be here this week, so it's just going to be myself, and this will probably be a little bit of a shorter uh, episode because I don't have have someone to uh, challenge me. I don't have someone to joke around with, and uh, and I don't have someone to shoot the bull with. And so it's just going to be me. But I think that I came up with a topic that should be pretty good. Now, before we get started in the episode, if I could ask you a huge favor, wherever you might be listening to this, please do me a solid and leave us a review. Uh, hit the like button or smash the like button, whatever you uh, you prefer. Uh, and the reason I ask that is we recently made it to uh, the rank of 199 in the entrepreneurship space uh, in Canada via Chartable. And uh, we'd really love to be able to recreate that in the U.S. Uh, and so we need your help. And so I am asking you for your help. Or if you could take this and screenshot it, maybe share it with a Facebook group that you might be in that would get some use out of it or share it with your friends. That would be a huge, huge help. Uh, and I'll make sure that we keep bringing these episodes back. So I appreciate you if you take a moment to do that. Now, like I said, this episode is going to be a little bit different. It's just going to be me. Uh, and this week, the pod is inspired by a really great article that I read on Medium. It's by author Brad Stolberg, uh, and he wrote a book called The Practice of Groundedness. Now, I have not read the book yet. It is on my uh, list of books to read. It looks incredible. Uh, but he is a really great follow on the Twitter uh, his Medium articles have been really, really good. Uh, and as I've gone back over his, uh, his tweets, uh, he's just got a ton of wisdom to share. Uh, and so what I've done is I've taken uh, one of his articles and uh, a few of his tweets, and I've sort of condensed them down and brought them over to, uh, to the Amazon selling community because his, his stuff is really more uh, just for everybody. So uh, let's go, let's dive in. Uh, and the first thing is, Focus on process over outcomes. Now, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Choosing a goal is extremely important. Uh, maybe it's that you want to have a seven-figure Amazon business. Maybe you want to make sure that you're going to make $60,000 in net profit every year. Or maybe it's you want to get ungated in such and such categories. Those are really good. You need to have those north stars, those guiding lights. Uh, you need to have a direction uh, in which you want to go, all right? But once you've figured out what the goal is, it's time to not necessarily abandon the goal, but it is time to focus on the process. Uh, now, I'm not the hugest Gary V fan, as many people in this space are, but Gary V would say, uh, you know, it's time to get out of the clouds and into the dirt. Uh, and I believe that I've quoted that before as well. You need to work on the things that will get you to your goal, uh, whether it's sourcing, uh, maybe it's building a team. And that does not mean physical employees. Uh, it could be a lawyer on your team. I happen to have a lawyer on retainer. Uh, it could be a service like Refund Sniper or a software solution like Tactical Arbitrage or SellerAmp. Uh, maybe you need to improve your prep processes. Uh, that way you can be faster or hand it off to a child or a neighborhood uh, kid or, or maybe a, a mom or a dad who wants a little bit of extra work. Uh, 
Maybe it's making sure you're building out your SOPs to make your life easier and make onboarding faster for additional help. And a really great tool we've been uh, messing around with lately is called Scribe How. Shout out to my friend Nate McAllister for sharing that one. Uh, that was an excellent find. Makes it super, super easy uh, to make SOPs right from your browser. Uh, but focusing on the process is what's really important. You definitely, uh, you want to make sure that you're heading in the right direction and you should uh, every now and again reassess what your goal is, but you need to get out of those clouds and you need to get into the dirt. You need to get your hands dirty uh, and actually do the work. One of the other things that I might even argue uh, that's important here is while you are figuring out what your North Star is, uh, maybe take some time and also think about the 80-20 of your Amazon business. And what I mean by that is what is the 20% of your Amazon business or what is the 20% of the work that you put into it that's getting you 80% of the results? Uh, and then you can focus more on that. Uh, and so if prep is something that's taking up, let's say prep is taking up 80% of your time. But, and of course we've got a prep, you don't have a choice, but let's say that 80% of your profits are actually coming uh, because you religiously spend four hours a day sourcing. Well, now maybe it's time to think, okay, well I know that 80% of my profits are coming from this four hours worth of, of time and you know, the, the prep is necessary, but how can I get it out so that I can maybe spend five or six hours sourcing, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. Number two, build or join a community. Uh, motivation is contagious. Humans often mirror other humans, uh, much like the ape at the zoo. Uh, I don't know about you, but whenever, uh, whenever we've gone to the zoo, especially when I was younger, the apes would, uh, would mimic my son. Uh, you know, my wife tried to give one a kiss through the glass. And of course the ape, uh, uh, tried to kiss her back as well. And, and we're much like them. Okay. So we get motivated when others are motivated. Uh, and this is the very reason that in my own community uh, that I ask every week what goals have been crushed, okay? Uh, it serves two purposes in my opinion. One, it gives you permission to celebrate your accomplishments, which is incredibly important, all right? Celebrating your accomplishments is, uh, is the thing that can stoke that fire for another week or another month or maybe even another year. And then number two, it shows others what is possible. Uh, and, and I know that sounds, you know, uh, very woo-woo and kind of in the clouds, but, but it's important uh, because it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to look down on our results, look down on ourself. I've got, I get emails weekly uh, about people, you know what, I'm, I'm going to have to give up. This just isn't working for me, and I, I don't know anybody it works for. And yet I'm part of an incredible community of people who have been doing this for years uh, or months and months, and they're doing well. Uh, and the only reason that I'm able to stay positive, or one of the reasons I'm able to stay positive, is because I get to see other people uh, being positive and winning, okay? And that makes the losses a little bit easier. So when you surround yourself with people who are going in the same direction that you want to go to, it's hard not to be pulled in by their accomplishments and cause you to get going in the direction you want to go as well. Uh, it's, it's the old adage that you are the average of the five people you spend your time with. 
The cool thing about today in the internet age is that we get to really choose who we spend our time with. Uh, we can we can spend all of our time in the in the for you page or or the news feed, and we can see what everyone's complaining about, whether it's politics or uh, you know whatever. Uh, or we can choose to be surrounded by people who are positive, uh, who overcome difficulties, who move their business in the right direction. And we do that by either building our own or joining a community. Now, it's hard to build a community. It's a lot of work. It, it takes a lot of effort. Uh, but joining is just as easy. Uh, and <clears throat> and you, you need to make sure that you put in what you expect to get out. All right. And I want to, I want to tell a little story there. So a friend of mine, he went to, he went to the DMV. All right. And, and he decided before he went that he was going to have a, an A plus experience. Like it was going to be, it was not going to be the usual, oh man, I got to go to the DMV. It was, I'm going to have a five-star experience. Everything is going to go my way. And not only am I going to leave happy, but the person or the people that I deal with are going to leave happy. And he went in with that attitude. And sure enough, because he showed up with a smile on his face, because he showed up expecting good things and giving out good energy, uh, you know, being excited to be there, well, he got to skip the line. All right, just because he asked someone how they were doing, uh, you know, rather than uh, just looking at his phone the entire time, making eye contact, giving a little bit of a smile, and he got that in return. Now, is that going to happen every single time? No, absolutely not. People are people and they have bad days. But if you go into something, especially like an Amazon community uh, or another sort of mastermind, if you go in and you expect a five-star experience and you show up with that attitude, you show up with that energy, you're more likely to get that back out of the community that you join. So make sure that you don't just expect to get, but also expect to give. All right. Number three, we need to a balance or we need to balance appropriate stress and appropriate rest. Uh, and I've got another I've got a little story for this as well. I, I'll be quite honest. As of late, I have been a little uh, I've been a little stressed out. I've been a little foggy and things like that. And my wife and my son, they had to take a little trip out of town. Uh, we didn't have any choice, really. They, they had to go, uh, and I just couldn't go with them uh, this time around. Uh, and so I was home alone for, I don't know, two or three days. Uh, and I didn't do very much. I I stayed very low. I did a little bit of reading. I didn't do as much work as I had planned on getting done while they were gone. Uh, and it was because I needed that rest. All right. Normally, I go pretty hard all the time. Uh, but you've got to slow down every now and again. You know, for example, if you want to go to the, if you want to build muscles at the gym, you have to have resistance. All right. And a business is the same way. If you want to build a business, it's going to have some resistance, uh, you know, and going to the gym, you really need a lot of resistance, either through heavy weights or high reps. All right. And please don't at me about what's better reps versus weight. It's just a metaphor. And I'm obviously not a gym rat that I, I should be. All right. But once the resistance training is done, you have to have rest. That's when the muscle grows. All right. Uh, and that's when your muscles repair themselves and things like that. Well, business is the same way. You need to have those periods of resistance, periods of doing the hard work, putting in your reps, embracing the suck. 
but too much of that and you're going to burn out. You're just not a machine. Uh, uh, much like the guy that you see here in front of you. <laughs> uh, but I kid. Uh, now, if you pair the grind mode with some rest, uh, and you'll see that during the periods of rest when you aren't in the trenches, ideas are going to start to flow. I had one or two ideas uh, while I was just relaxing this past weekend. Uh, and and you're going to come back to the salt mines a little bit lighter, uh, a little bit fuller of energy and, and ready to implement some really good ideas. Uh, matter of fact, Leo Tolstoy said pleasure is as important as work and is the reward of work. Work cannot last endlessly and the necessary rest should usually conclude with some period of pleasure. Uh, we could also use Benjamin Franklin as an example. Uh, my friend Nate McAllister wrote a, um, a really great article about to-do lists recently, and in it he referenced uh, Benjamin Franklin. And if you look at Benjamin Franklin's uh, daily to-do list or daily uh, uh, what did he call that thing? It was his schedule. He would he would get up and he would have some breakfast. He would clean himself. He would uh, take a moment to uh, thank the benevolent um, wisdom or benevolent creator. I can't remember what he called uh, God. Uh, and then he would do some work and then he would have some lunch and then he would do some more work in the evening. He would rest and make sure things were in their place. And, and the rest, you know, was was maybe playing a game or doing some reading and things like that. And that's how he got so much done. Uh, and we could take a page out of his, his playbook, to be quite honest. Number four, or let's see here. Yeah, number four, consistency is greater than intensity. Uh, now, I'm not sure that we're ever going to go an episode without mentioning the great James Clear. Uh, matter of fact, hopefully one of these days I can get hooked up with him and we'll have him on for an interview. Uh, but it's proven that consistency over the long term is going to work out better than quick flashes of intense work. Uh, I've been at this for like a decade. I, I always forget exactly like when I started or anything like that. But I, I did find out that my eBay account is going to be turning 18 years old uh, in September. All right. So uh, I've, I've sold things on the internet for a little while now. All right. Uh, and I'm still not at the point that I want to be. However, I'm miles and miles ahead of where I started. I'd love to be able to say that I'm a genius or that I outwork everyone else, but none of that is really the case. However, what I have done is I have showed up consistently. I've put in the time and the effort required to be successful over a longer time horizon uh, than others have been willing to commit to. Uh, heck, I'm probably way less smart uh, than others, but I may just be a whole heck of a lot more stubborn than other people are. Uh, and we're going to notice this. You're going to notice this happen over and over and over again. You know, if you've happened to follow any tech news or uh, startups or things like that, everyone wants to, to be a unicorn. And the definition of a unicorn is someone who goes to a billion really, really quickly, a billion in valuation. Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, they, they started out of nowhere and now they're now they're here. But the thing is, is nobody sees the five or six or seven years of work that it takes to get that kind of valuation. It's, it's not something that happens in 12 months in very many cases. It happens on occasion, uh, you know, but uh, consistency and, and working toward the goal long term is, is really what works. Uh, 
Number five, none of us get out alive. Make sure to have some fun. Uh, not every day is, is going to be a barrel of laughs. Uh, some days are harder than others. We, we happen to have problems. There are things that don't go our way. Heck, I just got a, a CPC request today, and it was one reason why I haven't sold toys in over two years, and it's a reason I'm probably not going to sell toys again. Uh, you know, But uh, I've got to deal with it. Uh, I could reach out and try to get it, or I could wait till someone else deals with it. Uh, but when you want to build something for yourself, there, there are going to be hard days. There are going to be hard weeks, going to be hard months. Uh, but you do need to try to have some, some fun along the way. Learn to enjoy the process. Learn to enjoy the ups and downs. Uh, you know, I hate to say the cliche that, uh, you know, the journey is the destination. However, cliches are there for a reason. They, they happen to be around because there is a piece of wisdom there. All right. Uh, and being able to do that's going to give you the ability to have some staying power in this business or any business you decide uh, to put your blood, sweat and even tears into. Uh, so really make sure that you have some fun. Make sure that you can laugh at things uh, when they go bad. Make sure that you, you know, try to not take everything so seriously. There, there's definitely a time and a place for it. OK, don't get me wrong, uh, but if we can't be a little lighthearted, uh, we, we're gonna not only not get out of this thing alive, but we're gonna do it with a with a frown on our face or a scowl on our face, and that's just no no good. Uh, number six, <clears throat> progress is not linear. What you expect when you get into Amazon or any other business is that in six months, you too will be renting Lambos like the guys that you see on Instagram or TikTok or anything like that. Uh, but the reality is different. If you aren't familiar with the plateau of latent potential, please go Google it and read about it. It's another James Clear um, uh, tenant in, in his book, The Atomic Habits, which is also an absolutely fantastic read uh, that comes up just about every episode. Uh, but here's what happens. You start something new. Uh, you start a business, an Amazon account. You start a diet. And there's no results, at least what seemed like no results. You know, you're learning, you're trying to see what works and what doesn't work, uh, but you're doing the work, you're putting in those reps, you're embracing that suck. Uh, and this is the valley of disappointment. It's the time when most people give up. Uh, I just had this conversation with someone the other day. They're, they're, they're in the valley of disappointment. They've spent the money, but the returns aren't coming in. It's not their fault. They seem to have bought good inventory, but Amazon's got that pesky hold on their money uh, because things are not getting shipped out to the customer. It's taken a little extra time. And so they're in the valley of disappointment, all right? Because their results seem non-existent, okay? Uh, or they just aren't enough yet. And it doesn't feel like they've achieved anything. But then eventually things are gonna start to click. All right. I had another friend who just reached out and said, hey, my my reserves are gone. So it took a couple of years for them, but all of a sudden their reserves have disappeared and they have daily payouts. So now not only do they have no reserves, but they also can pay the, get paid from Amazon every single day, which is incredible. All right. It's like a cheat code. All right. Uh, but once those things start to click and your trajectory changes and things start to look up, you're making some money. 
You feel like you can do this. You're losing a little bit of weight if we go back to the diet example. Uh, and then the wins start compounding on themselves and you move from that valley of disappointment. Uh, now, you may end up having some setbacks and things may go down and then they may go back up, but the long-term trend should be up and to the right. All right, you've really got to zoom out and take a macro look at these things at progress because it's never going to be linear. Number seven, don't worry about being the best. Just worry about getting better. Now, I happened to share a quote uh, just yesterday uh, on my own personal Facebook page. And it was misconstrued by a, a lot of folks, and that's okay, that happens. Uh, but as all of you might know, I'm a big fan of the Stoics. And Epictetus said, even if I lack the talent, I will not abandon the effort on that account. We do not abandon any discipline for despair of ever being the best in it. And that's by uh, Epictetus. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but... We need to learn from others, okay? But we don't wanna play the comparison game. Some, your chapter one should not be compared to someone's chapter three. So rather than focusing on why you aren't where someone else is, focus on what you can actually control. Focus on your effort. Focus on making continual improvements to your process, your business intelligence, and getting the most out of what you're doing. That will pay off eventually. Wondering why you aren't selling a million dollars when your competition is will only make you mad or make you give up. Uh, it'll make you doubt yourself. It'll make you doubt your ability. You just need to focus on getting 1% better every single day. Uh, and look, there's a shout out number three on this episode for James Clear, I believe. Uh, now, if you're in our in our community, we've got things like the the Box Wars channel, uh, and Chris makes it known that he absolutely loves that channel. He loves to see the activity. He loves to see the progress. He loves to see see other members crushing it. finds He finds it inspiring and motivating. Okay, uh, and and other people are going to have larger. Uh, outbound shipments than other folks in there, all right? But it's not to make anybody feel bad. It's just to be a motivation piece, okay? Uh, number eight, have a routine. Having a routine or a habit is, is really the best. It allows you to know what needs to be done and over time allows that to become fairly automatic. However, we do live in the real world. All right, fires are going to pop up that you're gonna to have to put out. Children will be needed to be driven to an event. Opportunities will appear uh, due to you showing up consistently, all right? Uh, and those opportunities may need to be attacked. Interruptions to our routine should not completely derail us from sticking to the routines we set up though. And I'm gonna go back to diet. Uh, diet happens to be top of mind because I'm always uh, needing to lose another 10 pounds, all right? Uh, and you know, there's, there's a couple of things that you can do. You can have a routine in your diet, uh, where you are eating really, really well. Uh, and then let's say that one evening you, you have a Kit Kat 
or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, I screwed it all up. And then all of a sudden, not only did you have a Kit Kat, but you had a pint of ice cream uh, and, uh, and you had a, a soda. Uh, and then you're like, you know what? Screw this. I'm really hungry. I'm going to go get some fries too. All right. Uh, well, by having a routine and having a habit, we know that we can jump right back on the horse. Okay. We don't have to say, oh, well, this whole week's gone. Okay. Just because you went, uh, went to a dark place, the, the entire routine, the entire habit doesn't need to go away. Uh, but you need to build those routines, build those habits. Uh, and that makes, that makes things like being consistent much, much easier. Uh, number nine, we, we need to normalize failure as part of growth. Being okay with failure makes you more likely to succeed because being okay with failure gives you permission not to hold anything back. Um, it's very easy to throw in the towel when we have a failure, when things aren't going our way, all right? Uh, but if you're like, I know failure is going to happen. I know that progress isn't linear. Uh, then failure, we know, is just part of the path to growth. If you have kids, uh, and I have one son, all right, but if you have kids, you remember helping them learn how to walk. Uh, maybe you remember helping them learn how to ride their bike. Uh, the same thing was said to them by you over and over again, most likely. Hop back up and try again. Hop back up and keep going. Failure is not permanent. Heck, in, in the United States, we've got laws and statutes uh, that help us fail and then get back up and try again. Uh, it's ingrained in us as Americans. It's Honestly, it it is one of the great things about this country. I know there's a lot of things that aren't so great uh, sometimes, but, but one of the great things about America and most of the world really, these days, at least most of the Western world, is that it's okay to fail. And it's okay to fail spectacularly. There are ways for us to be able to protect ourselves. We don't have to go to debtor's prison anymore. Uh, and we can get back up and we can try and try again. You do not allow a failure to be the reason that you never try something again. That trail of failures over a long enough timeline should equal success. Now, of course, there are caveats, there are outliers, and, and it just won't work for some people. And that's okay, all right? Not everyone is going to, uh, to, to even make a go of it. But failure should help you learn and grow over time. Number 10, show up, especially when you don't want to. Uh, it's fairly easy to show up when everything is hitting on all cylinders. Life is beautiful. You're a freaking rock star. You're a genius. Uh, you're God's gift to everyone, all wrapped in one. Uh, maybe you even feel untouchable. But there's a flip side to that coin. Uh, when everything you touch turns to crap, uh, maybe sourcing is, is turning up nothing for days or days on end. Uh, you get hit with IP complaints. You get hit with inauthentic complaints. Maybe you get a suspension. Maybe this all happens at once, all right? And someone called me ugly on the same day all of this happened, all right? Uh, these are the times that try men's and women's souls, if I could borrow a line from uh, the common sense writer Thomas Paine. Uh, but these are also the times that require you to show up. 
when this kind of stuff happens, it's time to put on your big girl pants. It's time to dig in your heels and it's time to do the work. Everything is figure outable. This season, like every season, will end and it will go back to sunshine and rainbows. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next week, but eventually. All right. Number 11, grit it and quit it. Sometimes toughing things out is the right play. Sometimes quitting is also the right move. Unfortunately, the only way to know this is either by your own experience or the experience of others. Now, this is another great reason to join or build a community. As Amazon sellers, the easiest example is, is stale inventory. We all fall prey to the sunk cost fallacy at one point or another. Uh, I was probably uh, the biggest, um, fell prey to this at, at very big scale, all right? Holding on a little bit longer and the item will recover in price. And maybe I don't take into consideration the, the monthly storage fees and maybe the long-term storage fees. Also the loss of working capital that may have been able to be deployed in a much smarter fashion. So make sure to be honest with yourself about whether it's time to grit it out or whether it's time to quit, all right? There is no shame in sometimes saying, you know what, this just isn't gonna work out and that's all right. Number 11, it's okay to celebrate. And we touched on this just a, a little bit earlier when we talked about, um, uh, what, what was that uh, under? Uh, joining a community, all right? It's okay to celebrate. When you notch a win, when you hit a goal, or you otherwise crush something that you've been working on, you have my permission to celebrate. Now, you don't need my permission, but I know that somebody listening needs someone's permission, whether it's because we weren't allowed to celebrate as kids or uh, you know we weren't allowed to brag, et cetera, and so on. No, F that, man. If you, if you absolutely crush a goal, you deserve to celebrate. All right, you deserve to pat yourself on the back. You deserve to have other people pat you on the back. And if nobody will do it for you, reach out to me and I will, all right? It is important that we celebrate our goals. Uh, maybe it's just a post to share that win with other like-minded people. Maybe it's a special dinner out or whatever might float your boat. Maybe it's a massage, who knows, all right? But what's important is that you've acknowledged the win that you had, all right? By marking up these W's, it's gonna help you be more resilient. It's gonna help you have a little bit more intestinal fortitude when times do get rocky and you wanna quit. Right? It's gonna help you bear it uh, when, when everything seems to be falling uh, in the wrong place. All right? and I promise it is going to be worth it even if you feel like you're silly or, uh, or don't deserve it to celebrate even for a few minutes. And finally, number 13, ethics over profits. Ethics over profits. If you want to be able to sleep well at night, you wanna be able to look yourself in the mirror, you wanna be able to look your wife or your husband or your children in the face the next morning at breakfast, always stick to your values. I've probably lost a good amount of money by trying to be as ethical as I possibly can. And I know some people could, could argue that, Okay, but I really try never to break my ethics, my morals. I try to make sure that that moral compass is always working. 
Uh, now, this is going to look a little bit different for every person. Everyone's moral compass is probably tuned a little bit differently. But I know that we can agree on the big stuff. We shouldn't lie. We shouldn't steal. We shouldn't cheat, et cetera, and so on. Okay? Uh, and as long as you do this, as long as you stay ethical, not only will this make you be able to sleep at night, but it's also going to bank you some karma points or allow you to reap what you sow or whatever else you may, you may be in. Plus, you're just going to feel better about yourself and the money that you're making. So please, and I know that those of you listening here, this is not something that uh, is a difficult thing to do. However, there are a few uh, who are out there and not necessarily listening to this because that's just not our audience, but there are people out there who are much more into profits over ethics. Uh, and as I, as I go through some some biographies of older uh, business tycoons, uh, you can see how some of the moral compasses were broken. Uh, people like Jay Gould and, and a few others that I've been reading about recently. Uh, it's very easy to allow that moral compass to, to find a new true north uh, once money starts to, to get into the equation. All right. But I know that's not an issue for you. All right. Guys, that's it. Uh, pretty short episode this week, but the 13 Habits of Excellence for Amazon sellers. I really hope you enjoyed that. I know it's a little bit different. It's not, wasn't necessarily tactical, a little bit more heady this week, uh, but I really do hope that you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please, again, take a moment, absolutely smash the like button, uh, and maybe take a screenshot, share this with a friend or an Amazon group that you're part of, and do us a huge solid, and please uh, think about leaving a review wherever uh, you are listening to this. I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to the Clear the Shelf podcast with Chris and Chris, uh, and we will be back next week with another episode. Until then, guys, I hope you guys absolutely crush it. Uh, stay kind, be nice to each other, and uh, good selling, everybody. I'll talk to you guys soon.